the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is finally here. The NBA season is tipping off tomorrow night, Tuesday night, and we are back. We are back for the NBA Gambling Podcast. Yes, sir. The season is upon us, and you just heard the voice there. The villain of the NBA gambling podcast, the money maker, the underdog six to one casher. It's Terrell Berman Jr. Terrell, what's going on, my man? You excited, bro? The most hated. I love to be here. I'm so happy to be here. I can't wait. You know, I, I actually hate the beginning of the season. I'm not going to lie. I'm excited for it. But then like after the first opening night, I hate it. Because now we're trying to figure out who are these teams this season? Who is this team that we're going to fade? Who is this team we're going to back? Like, if you go and look at your previous years and you look at teams you backed earlier in the season and then think of how they finished the season, you're like, why was I ever on that team? Like, they, they suck. I was, I was way too high on them. So looking forward to uh, just getting deep into this card this whole week. It's going to be fun. Yeah, um, it, it kind of crept upon us. And I... I a lot of times we talk about, you know, but September with college football starting in August and then mm-hmm. the NFL that starts in September. NBA just kind of creeps up on us. But I think we did a great job, you know, breaking down the divisions between myself, you, um, Scott, uh, and I know McKee and, uh, and ZB knocked out a couple. Yeah, Whole so team. we're ready. We're ready to crush this season like we did last year. But today, no games on Monday, obviously. We, we're, we'll have an episode tomorrow. Uh, we'll break down the two games uh, that are on opening night. But, hey. It's our second year of the sharp off between myself and Terrell. You guys know how we do the sharp off. We got a million fictitious dollars. We're going to spread it across some uh, futures bets, some win totals, kind of like some of the best bets that we're feeling this, this upcoming season. And then we'll, at the end of the season, we'll recap the sharp off and see how we did between myself and uh, Terrell. But yeah, look. You know the format, million dollars, fictitious dollars. We'll go through yep. our nine, ten, whatever we have. I was uh, trash last year. I yeah, was terrible last, last year. I did if my math a, last what'd year. You say? Terrell, last, I did my math prior to uh, what I had last year. Last year, I only made twelve thousand five hundred dollars. I, I think show. I was in. I think I was in the red. If there's a. If there's like a actual style to futures betting i'm not doing it right i know for a fact i'm not doing it right i just be doing whatever i be wanting to do and i'm not a futures better like people know this i'm not a futures yeah. better i rarely i only bet futures when it's fun like taking the nets at 55 to 1 when they are really a 15 to 1 championship that was just fun like a jb yeah. bickerstaff 40 to 1 ticket that was just fun i'm not really like really doing the future stuff but we're a gambling show, so we got to tell people like, and it's some, it's a lot of plays I do like. I think this is this is where uh, it's easy to see a tide turn. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, so let's just dive right into it, man. Uh, I'll give you the floor first. What's your first? Uh, what's your first uh, bet oh, for the sharp off? Man, all right. Well, I mean, every, let me just start with my biggest bet. We'll start with my biggest bet, and some 
it may be a surprise to the people that don't know me. Others know this is where I was going with this. This was always <laughs> going to be my biggest future bet of the offseason. And it is the Boston Celtics under 53 and a half wins because there's no way. There's no way you're setting this line for me this high. This is an insanely high line already for a one in Eastern Conference where it seems like all the powerhouses of the Eastern Conference have, if not got better, at least mm-hmm. stayed the course. Yeah. Milwaukee is going to be healthier, so they'll be better. Uh, F- Philadelphia is going to be healthy. They'll be better. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn finally has everybody in the <laughs> in the building ready to go play. Talk yeah. about the Miami Heat. They're always going to be a player. Toronto Raptors, they're coming up. It just feels like everybody else caught up. And the only way that the Celtics got to 50 wins last year was a miraculous second half of the season. Yeah. Now, you could flip the other side of the coin and say, well, they were just abnormally really, really bad the first part of the season. But I think that the middle – hitting more of a middle ground of where they were at the beginning of the season and where they were at the end of last season does not equate to 53 and a half wins. That's a, it's a really hard division. It's a really hard conference. They're going to be playing a, re- a lot of tough teams. And they're also a team that can sleepwalk against the bad teams. I don't like backing win totals with teams that sleepwalk against bad teams. Talk about free throw percentage. Free throw percentage is very important. They're pretty solid, pretty decent free throw percentage. So we're not going to count that too much, but I'm looking here. I'm going to fade the Boston Celtics. I think that new coach, temporary new coach, could be potential new coach. I don't know. They won't make it known if Emay's ever coming back or not. I'll take the Boston Celtics under 53.5, minus 115, and I'm going to put 345K on it. All and right, that will great. that will win me 300000 All right. Yeah, look, um, you, you nailed the handicap there as well. I mean, we talked about it when we did the Atlantic um, Division preview that there's only one team last year that won 52 or more games, and that was the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. And it was really that second half of the year where the Boston Celtics really turned it up. And I, I think also, number one, this is, if you look at it on paper, that division that they're playing is probably the toughest division uh, in maybe all of basketball. With the, with the Sixers there, we talked about the Nets, we talked about the Raptors. So, you know, those teams are just going to beat up on each other uh, throughout the season. So yeah, I'm there. I'm there right there. I'm right there with you. And again, they're missing Time Lord Robert Williams for at least till December. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's their best. He's basically gone best the entire year. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's basically gone the entire year because okay, he's out till December. You're probably not bringing him back until January. Then you got mm-hmm. All Star break. Then you got to try to work him back into that. By the time he's playing like elite level basketball, it's going to be almost time for the playoffs. Yeah. All right, uh, so let's go to my first one, and it's also a win total, and I talked about this a lot throughout the offseason. Pelicans over 44.5 wins. Um, got that at a quarter of a million, so 25% of my bankroll right there is going to the Pelicans' win total of over 44.5. Um, you know, we talked about it in the offseason, how I think this team is just going to take a step forward. They got Zion back. Mm-hmm. The contract situation is behind them. He got paid. Now it's just time to go out and play basketball. Uh, CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram, Zion leading your scoring. You have Jackson Hayes. You have Valanchunas to protect your 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 room protection. Also, Larry Nance off the bench. Jose Alvarado we talked about. Uh, Trey Murphy. They also got Dyson Daniels in the draft. So this this roster from at least 1 to 9, 1 to 10, it, it's pretty loaded, man. And, and Herb Jones, I don't even say his name, probably their best defensive player. So, 
they have a great head coach. So I think that they have that stability there now. We talked a lot about Willie Green as well. I, I think that, you know, when we did the awards show, we we liked him for coach of the year. And again, front office as well. David Griffin as your GM, he's not going to be go out, uh, afraid to go out and make another move if he needs to, to uh-huh. improve this team. We've seen that throughout his career, whether it was with the Cavs and other organizations that he was with. He'll go out and make that move if there's a need for this team. So I think this team is primed to take a step forward. There's going to be a couple of teams that are going to take a step back in that Western Conference. You know, Utah was one of those teams over the past several seasons with Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell that were always either the one seed or the two seed or the three seed or the four seed. They're going to take a significant step back. And there's some, you know, Lakers, we talked about that. I think there's there's going to be problems in, in L.A. and Hollywood there. So I, I think that the Pelicans can get to 45 wins or possibly 50 wins. I also gave that out as an alternate win total. So, Throughout 250000 of my dollars to win $200,000 is going to go to the Pelicans over 44 and a half wins. All right. No, I like that. And, you know, we'll talk about them a lot more kind of later into the year, but I'm not later into the year, but later into this podcast. But yeah, no, I'm really high on this Pelicans team. It just seemed like this is the moment where they have everybody healthy. They have all the talent. They have the coach. They gave, like you said, that Suns team a run in the playoffs. Yeah. This is this is it. This is their moment. And they could be that team that is kind of like the Memphis of last year. That draft class is looking really good at the top right now. Yep. All right, let's get over to your next one. What do you got? All right, my next one, I am going with another win total. Staying in the Eastern Conference, give me the Milwaukee Bucks over 52 and a half wins, minus 105. I'm putting 210 to win 200. And I'm just trusting the Milwaukee Bucks when they have all three of their starters healthy in the rotation. Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and of course, Tuta MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo. I think that there's some, it's something crazy. Like, it's, I can't even, I could try to find the stat. I can't find the stat, but it's something really crazy when all three of those guys in the lineup that they win like some 80% of their games or something like that. Yeah, give me give me those three. I like the depth and that they built this team and added a couple more depth pieces and some more young talent around them. So it's not just those three trying to do everything in and out. So if we do have a situation where one of the three is out, they have pretty good players that can come kind of help fill that role next man up type mentality. I like this Milwaukee Bucks team. They're normally the premier of the Eastern Conference. They're a really, really good regular season team because Giannis plays 110%. doesn't matter what game. He always plays 110%. Mm-hmm. And so I think they're going to beat up on a lot of these tanking teams, and they're good enough to beat all of the good teams. I think that they're close to a 61 team this year. Give me the Milwaukee Bucks over 52 and a half, and I have 210 to win 200,000. Yeah, I mean, no argument for me here about the Bucs. Um, last year, 51 wins. So I think there was some injuries that they dealt with last season and even coming off the championship. After when they won that championship, Drew Holiday and Chris Milton went over to go play with Team USA. So they really mm-hmm. didn't have an offseason. So, you know, they probably had some tired legs. Now they've had a full offseason to kind of relax and, and you know, get some rest over what's kind of transpired for them over the past couple of seasons. Chris Middleton had his, you know, surgery. I think he sh- he will be healthy uh, for this Milwaukee Bucks team. And, and when you have this big three, like you mentioned, uh, Terrell, um, you're always going to have a chance to always win 50 plus games with this team, with this team, especially led by one of the best players, if not the mm-hmm. best player in the NBA with Giannis. We talked about, he's a great, offensively, he's great, but defensively, you know, we all liked him for defensive player of the year. And I think that's where this team has been really committed over the past couple of seasons on the defensive side of the basketball. So Milwaukee mm-hmm. Bucks, yep, love it. Over, was it, 51 and a half? 
Fitzuna. Fitzuna. All right, cool. Um, all right, so I'm going to say with a win total as well, I'm going to say in the Western Conference there, I'm going to go with the Clippers over four, 52 and a half wins. Uh, this is where my math got a little tricky because I have to fit in the million dollars somewhere. So I went 243000 Yeah. and uh, $202,500. This team is healthy. That, it, it's, I think it's another example of, of – like the Pelicans, where this team now you got Kawhi back. He looks great. He missed the entire offseason last year. Uh, Paul George missed a good portion, if not a lot of the season last year. And this team still found a way to win 42 games last year. They got into the play in tournament. Unfortunately, they were beat by the Pelicans. But mm-hmm. if you just take a look at this roster trail, man, it is deep. I mean, the names outside of Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. We talk about Norman Powell that they picked up at the uh, uh, at the trade deadline. Uh, Batum is on this roster. Robert Covington, Reggie Jackson, John Wall uh, mm-hmm. they picked up in the offseason. Marcus Morris is back with this team as well. Zubac in the middle. Um, so this team, it, it's deep. I love the head coach, Ty Lue. Love their owner as well. And again, another team that's not afraid to go out and make moves to improve the roster. So I think now is the time for this Clippers team so go out and win basketball games. I think they can end up as a number one seed in this uh, Western Conference as well. Mm-hmm. And just, just the pure depth that is behind Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. And even if they, one of those two guys do go down, they have guys that can plug, that, that, can, that can fill those roles. I mean, not to the extent of what they're able to do at a superstar level, but mm-hmm. I think John Wall is going to be great for this team. Uh, Reggie Jackson, we saw what he did in that the playoffs two seasons ago. I think this is a team ready to go, ready to make a run, get the number one seed, make a deep run in the playoffs. So I'm going to go Clippers over 52 and a half wins. Yeah, I I couldn't get to the window on that one. I couldn't I couldn't do it. I, I just don't know. I don't know who I'm who's going to play like at this at this roster two weeks into the season yeah. was five There's guys starting <laughs> five guys starting who I had no idea who their name was. I wouldn't even be, I wouldn't even be surprised. Like, so I just don't know. It just injury issues. Like if there's one person with an injury issue. Okay. Like Joel Embiid. All right. Like, all right. I know the, I'm concerned about Joel Embiid. Zion. Okay. I know I'm concerned about Zion. I'm not concerned about Zion, Brandon Ingram, CJ McComlin, Jose Alvarado, Herb Jones. I'm not concerned about everybody, but this yeah. Clippers team, I am concerned about everybody. Is John Wall going to hold up? Is Paul George going to hold up? Is Well, we know Kawhi, for fact, is not going to hold up because he's going to force himself to sit games. Yeah. Like, uh, even Norman Powell. Nor- is Norman Powell going to hold up? Like, even yep. the reserves of that team, I just don't know health-wise. So I couldn't. I couldn't put a bet in, even though healthy, completely healthy, they should 100% be one of the best teams in the league. Yeah, and I think that that's always a big question mark, especially with the Clippers, especially with the names that you just mentioned. But I, I feel like this, this is the a Clippers year always that, clip. Yeah, they yeah they do. But I, I'm gonna take a risk here. I, I I'm gonna go with the Clippers here. All right, you have any more win totals you want to give out? Uh, no, I think I'm done on win totals. Let me. I'll go down to my next bet because I don't think you have one of these bets. I'll throw it in here now because I think it's a pretty, pretty close to a lock. Give me Joel Embiid mm-hmm. to make All NBA first team plus one twenty five. Ooh. Now we know how they do the the play positions for first team now. Well, and you know, there's that center role. Well, who's the person that's always knocked them out of it? It it was it was Jokic. It was Jokic. They're making Giannis a forward. So if you're sitting here and you're talking about pure centers and Jokic, we expect Jokic to not have the crazy year that he had the past two years. 
with Murray coming back, with Porter coming back, with Bones Highland taking another step, they're going to do a lot more things offensively, and it's not going to be all on him. Whereas Joel B still going to be a figure point. Like, he's still going to be the, the the figure. And where I got to save some price on his MVP and not have to try to bet and play the MVP odds. Yeah. First team, he just has to have a better se- season than Jokic. And I think that of the past three years, this is probably going to be his best yet where he can actually do that. So, yeah, give me Joel jo- B plus 125 to make first team. I feel like all he has to do is beat Jokic, and he can do that. Yeah, I think that he's going to be able to do that, especially with the Denver Nuggets getting uh, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. back as well, right? Like a lot of the pressure last season yeah. was on Joker to go out and drop a triple-double before halftime every single night. And in some cases, he wasn't able to do that. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, when you get Jamal Murray back, you get your second and third best player back, that takes some pressure off of uh, Joker. I mean, he's still going to put up the numbers trail, but he just doesn't have to go out and be that guy every single night versus Joel Embiid. Uh, you know he's probably still hard about not getting MVP, and, and mm-hmm. he is that. I, I think he's a he is the best player on the Sixers, right? I think we can make a case for Harden as well, but that offense really runs through Joel Embiid, and mm-hmm. Embiid is a guy that can go out. I mean, we saw last season get 29, 30 points a night, and average double yeah. digit rebounds, and I think that would be good enough for him to make uh, all NBA first. And he hasn't had one. Like, there's a narrative behind this. He hasn't had one. If they're if yeah. they're even close, they're going to give it to Embiid this year. So. Plus one twenty five. I felt like that it was a, of course, plus money bet, but it felt like closest thing to a lock I could get. So yeah, give me. I will put a hundred k on that to win one twenty five. All right, sounds good. All right, let me get over to my next one. I'm gonna stay with some teams here. Um, I like what I've seen so far from this team, and I know it's only preseason. But this team went out and started constructing this roster last season. We know we talked about the trade with Tyrese Halliburton, Sabonis. I'm going to go Sacramento Kings to participate in the play-in tournament okay. in, in the Western Conference at plus 155. And I know I, I know the narrative that we, we shit on Mike Brown a lot, but I think that the one thing the Sacramento team needed was a defensive-minded head coach. And, and they bring in Mike Brown to try to get these guys to play defense because offensively, I'm not worried about this team, right? You mm-hmm. have Sabonis in the post. You have De'Aaron Fox, Davion Mitchell. They have their you know, rookie of the year that we think is going to be in Keegan Murray. Um, they have shooters on this team. Offensively, this team is going to be great. I, I think that at least this team can probably or should be able to finish in that ninth or tenth spot. Get Just participate. Just get there. I don't care if you win it or not. Just just get there, participate in it, get a taste of some type of postseason tournament, and maybe after this season, this team is maybe sneaks in as a seventh or eighth seed and and gets to the playoffs and has to participate in the in the in that tournament again. But if you take a look at some of these other teams, I, I you know the Rockets, OKC, San Antonio, those are going to be the bar, bottom barrel uh, teams in the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. Talk about the Portland Trail Blazers. Some concerns there. I, I'm not really sold on this roster. I know Damian Lillard talked about Simons a lot on that on that team. Uh, they went out and got Jeremy Grant as well. You still have Nurkic and all those guys. But mm-hmm. I, I really like what I've seen from the Sacramento team so far in the preseason. Hopefully that translates for them into the into the season. Again, not asking them to do a lot. Just finish as a ninth or tenth seed. Just participate in that play-in tournament at plus 155. I'm going to put 100K on that to win 155000 What do you think? 
No, no, I like it. I, I, I'm not as high on them, but I think that it's worth it. I think that it's worth it, but I'm just not as high on the Kings. And I'm just fading that offensively they're going to be all there together throughout the entire year. Yeah. I think that there's going to be some issues. And while the talent is there, they may not be able to overcome. Like They may not get coached well enough to be able to overcome a really good defense on the other side. And so I'm still kind of – I want to see what Mike Brown does in this stint as a head coach in Sacramento. It could be different, but – We'll see. I think that there may be a year away, but it could be now. All right. Before we keep going here with our sharp off, let me tell you guys where you can get down on these bets. And that's over at WinBet. Thinking of joining WinBet now is the perfect time with the NBA season here. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. You're looking to joining WinBet. The biggest winners club, well, whoever hits the biggest parlay win bet on win bets odds wise gets a thousand dollar free bet. Win bet is truly hashtag DGENS only. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet so they know that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offers up to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older in state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you're somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, let's keep it rolling here, my man. What do you got next for the sharp off? For the sharp off, let me go to a player prop. And let's do James Harden over 21.9 points per game for the season. Minus 125, I'm putting 250 to win 200,000. And I'm just going to fade that. James Harden, I'm, I'm going to take that James Harden's actually happy. Like, I'm just going to fade that he's not good. I'm going to take it that he's actually happy. He's back here with the Rockets. He's doing <laughs> – he's uh, got Daryl Morey with them. He's got, you know, this team. He says he's dropped 100 pounds. I don't think – I'm 100% positive it wasn't 100 pounds. But uh, he said he dropped 100 pounds, and he's happy. Like, you look at him. Look at his smile. Look at his smile at his press conference. Yeah. He's really happy. Like, this is like a fat kid that loves cake. Like he is there. <laughs> and so I'm just going to take all of that and say he's going to play through injury. So if he does get injured this year, he's going to play through it and not just hey, I'm sitting down or I'm just going out here being a decoy. Like he's going to stay aggressive throughout the entire time of this season. If Joel B does go down at any point in the year, I think that this is going to skyrocket like as a live number because he's going to have way more opportunities for scoring. And he can score score 20 points, over 20 points a night, playing aside Joel Embiid as well. I'm just going to fade James Harden not being the elite James Harden that we know he is and that kind of narrative that's kind of building. And I'm going to say that James Harden is really good. So, yeah, give me James Harden over 21.9 points per game for the season. I think he's easily in the 22-23 range. We've got to go back to the season where Kevin Durant was a toe away from eliminating the Milwaukee Bucks in that playoffs where they actually won the championship to the Milwaukee Bucks. Ever mm-hmm. since then, James Harden had that – he had that lingering hamstring issue. We saw it last season as well where he played – a lot of the season injured uh-huh. and even in the playoffs last year when, when the Sixers fell short, you know, you talked about it. He dropped weight in, in the off season. He looks happy. He looked like he was focusing or he was focusing on basketball, getting better in the gym, in the weight room, just trying to get better. And like you mentioned, I think the the part of him being happy is that he has his guys with him now in Philadelphia, right? 
Yeah. PJ Tucker, him and PJ Tucker, I could test to this because when they were in Houston together, th- those guys were, were, they were good friends. They were boys. Uh, you got Daniel House Jr. there as well. So th- he has those guys that he wanted to play with or have on this team, you know, prior or when he was with the Rockets, is what I'm trying to say. Now those guys are there in Philly. You have Joel Embiid. I, yeah, we, I think Joel Embiid can average 30 points like we talked about. I think the one concern I may have is that we talked about Tyrese Maxey may take that next step forward and maybe take away some points from mm-hmm. James Harden. But I think for James Harden, there's really only true three true scores on the team between Embiid, Harden, and Maxey. Everybody else just go out and play defense. Tobias Harris can contribute 15 to 17 points per night. You don't really need him to be that guy like he had to be last season with when these guys were dealing with injury. But now they're healthy. Mm-hmm. James Harden... I like it. I, I think that he should be able to average 22 to 23 points per night for the Philadelphia Sixers. The only concern I do have, like I said, is Maxi. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll see. All right, uh, let me get over to a player prop here, and I and, uh, and I'm 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 taking a risk here because it's, a lot of these guys I've talked about have been injury prone. Anthony Davis to average over 24 uh, points. Points per game. That's minus 105. I'm going to put 121,000 to win 120 on that. Okay. Look, the injury is a concern. Obviously, it always is for Anthony Davis. And I understand that he, you know, he came out and said that he wants to play all 82 games and all that. <laughs> well, I'll believe it when I see if he plays at Anthony, least 65. Anthony, games. Anthony, why would you? Why would you? Why would you lie to yourself like that? Like, why? Like, come on now. Let's be real. Let's be serious. Let's be serious, Anthony. <laughs> but no, it's not AD right now. It's Anthony. Yeah, Anthony. But there's no it, way. Yeah, I, I'll give. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll 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 give him at least 65 games coming into this season for Anthony Davis. And you know, when he's healthy and and he's he's out there on the floor, he's one of the best players in the NBA, right? He could he could put the mm-hmm. ball in the basket. We've seen it. And I know he hasn't he's only done this when it was in his prime years with the New Orleans Pelicans back to the 2016 season where he played 75 games, he averaged 28 points per game. You know, 75 the year after, he averaged 28.1. First year with the L.A. Lakers, 62 games, he averaged 26.1 points per game. And over the last two seasons, where he's combined to play only 76 games, the numbers haven't been there. But I think this is a season where I'm, I'm hoping that he's, he, if he stays healthy, plays 60-plus games, I think this is a player that can just We've seen it. He can dominate on the inside board. He has that mid-range jump shot. He can knock down an occasional three-point shot for you. And he he can finish around the basket. We've seen it all throughout his career. Mm-hmm. I know LeBron's going for the scoring to break the all-time scoring record. But if you kind of take a look outside of Anthony Davis and LeBron James, I mean, there's not really a guy that has a lot of scoring potential on this team, which I think that scoring pressure then is going to fall on Anthony Davis. And asking him to go out and score 25 points per night points per game i think he can really do that again health is a concern i understand that but i think this is a season where they're going to need anthony davis to be that scoring machine and i think that he can average at least 24.1 points per game here terrell no i'm with you and even like i said if he plays 20 i don't know do they have action on this if he plays 20 games and he averages 25 in those 20 games do you still win your bet that it's I didn't see any fine print on it. I'm gonna have to dig a little deeper on it. Yeah, but... I mean check your check your books. Like if yeah. they're if they're not giving you any action on this game or any like you know fine print anything like that, and yeah. he can go out there and literally play 
20 games, averaged 25 in those games, and then not play another game of the season, and you still cash that bet, then yeah, hell yeah, I like it. I, I like taking injured players to just be good when they're actually playing so I don't have to worry about them having to hit like maybe a season-long number or something like that, like yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. All right, let's get over to your next one. What do you got? All right. Um, what, what do I want to do next? We got awards. We got playoffs. We got uh, number one seed. What do I want to – I got another player prop, but we're going to save that one for last. Uh, I know where you're going with that. Let's, let's go let's, – let's go – let's stick with teams real quick, okay. and let's talk a playoff. Give me the Chicago Bulls to miss the playoffs at plus 110. And this is – me 100% fading this Chicago team without Lonzo Ball. Yeah. I, I do not trust this team without Lonzo Ball. They showed us over the course of last season. I know they've had injuries all around, but they've shown us that without Lonzo, Lonzo was the glue that kind of put everything together. Mm-hmm. And while they were a pretty decent team, they couldn't beat any of the good teams. So they struggled against all of the good teams. And then you had those layup spots or those, you know, look ahead spots or, you know, looking past these bad teams and they throw up layups against those games. Mm-hmm. Lonzo's supposed to be out early part of this season. And there's talks that, yo, we might not even see him this year. Yeah. And if we do see him, we're not going to see him until late this year. So, I mean, nobody knows what's going on with Lonzo Ball. I drew DeMar DeRozan, while he is a talent, I don't think he's going to be an MVP talk about for how long he was last year. Yeah. And that's going to set this team back. They didn't do anything to address them inside the perimeter. They got Andre Drummond, but he, you're not really thinking about him defense-wise, uh, blocking shots or anything. You're just thinking more of rebounding. And they did need rebounding. I'm I'm just going to fade this Bulls teams. I think that they're good. I don't think that they're good enough to make the playoffs. If you put me, give me the Bulls in a playing game, I think that they can get you know they can get upset. So yeah, give me give, give me Chicago Bulls not to make the playoffs plus one ten. I'm putting a hundred K on that. Okay. Uh, my fault. Um, here, let me write that one down. Um, I think the whole thing with the Chicago Bulls is that we had the conversation with the East that these teams are going to be improved too, right? Like Brooklyn, they did finish up as a seventh seed, but you mentioned it that all their guys are healthy and they're yeah. in the building as well. Atlanta is going to be better. Atlanta got better. Cleveland, they added Donovan Mitchell. They're going to be healthy. They got better. Um, so I think one of these teams is going to suffer, and I think it's going to be Chicago Bulls. And like you mentioned, I think that Lonzo Ball injury is very, very concerning because we talked about the backcourt last season with with Caruso and Lonzo Ball that were going to be their defensive anchors. Um, and now you're, I don't think Lonzo Ball is going to play this season. I, mm-hmm. I really don't. It might, if he does – Probably maybe after All-Star break, if that. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that there's not enough depth on this team. They do have some ball players and, and guys that can compete. But I, I just don't – like, Zach Levine got paid. You know, like, okay, I'll, he got – like, I, I'm paid. I, I'm good. Like, I yeah. don't need to go out and have a contract year. You mentioned DeMar DeRozan was in that MVP conversation very, very early on in the season. But, again – I think this might be a year where they do take towards the end of the year. Like it was just a stretch. It was just a whole stretch of the season where all anybody was talking about was he had like two back-to-back game winners and DeMar DeRozan was dropping 30 points a night easily. It's just too many, too many things went right for them only to be a six seed. And now I'm sitting here like, all right, everybody else got better. Mm -hmm. I expect them to probably, you know, probably finish somewhere around seven, eight. Yeah. I think I'm really leaning more towards eight, nine. 
Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, all right, this is a pretty decent hedge opportunity if we get to a play-in because they'll probably be a favorite in the play-in. But yeah. I just – I. I don't trust the Chicago Bulls team. And if you're telling me that you're not getting your floor general for the beginning of the season, and I'm not even hundred percent certain if he finishes, or you're probably going to be careful with him throughout the season, yeah. you know, you just open up the door of opportunity for you to get in that play in. And then once you get in the play in, anything can happen. Yeah. hundred um, percent. All right. Let me get over to my next one. I'll stay with the teams here. Um, Denver Nuggets to finish up as the number one seed in the Western Conference. That's plus 550. I'm going to put 50K on that to win 325,000. Last season, this team finished up with 48 wins without Mm -hmm. MPJ and Jamal Murray playing. Jamal Murray, you know, torn ACL. He didn't play the entire year. MPJ, I think, only played like nine games for this Denver Nuggets team, and they still found a way last year to finish as the number six seed with 48 wins. You add those two guys back, I think this is a team that's going to have easily 50-plus wins. They uh-huh. also made some roster moves as well, right? Will Bart no longer there. Um, they added KCP, who was a good, you know, 3 and D guy. If he's able to consistently knock down his three-point shot, at, that's only going to help those three guys. I love the head coach, Mike Malone. I mean, I think he's one of the – we don't talk about him enough when we talk about some of the best coaches in the NBA because, you know, we talk a lot about Eric Sproulster. We talk about Nick mm-hmm. Nurse. We talk about Ty Lu. Mike Malone's never in that conversation. I think that he's a top-five head coach in this team – or, sorry, in this uh, in the NBA. I, I think Phoenix – Top-five head coach on the team. I hope so. <laughs> top five I, hope, I hope you're a top-five coach on the team. <laughs> top-five coach in the NBA. And I think that, you know, Phoenix last year won 64 games, you know – I think they take a little bit of a step back. Memphis, they won 56 last year. They, I think they take a step back as well. I think the door is kind of open for Denver here, especially with the roster that they've constructed. Aaron Gordon, I think this is his third year going in with the Denver Nuggets. I talked about them getting those two guys back. The depth around them. Bones Highland, mm-hmm. I haven't mentioned his name. I know you're high on them on him coming into this year, mm-hmm. coming off that bench for the Denver Nuggets. I like what I've seen from the preseason for them. I think there's an opportunity where they do end up as a number one seed in the Western Conference. So at plus 550, uh, I'm going to take them to uh, get me there at least. I don't care what they do in the playoffs, but at least get, try to get me the number one seed here. Um, Terrell, what do you think? No, I like it. I like it. I think that, you know, this is what we were talking about Denver, and they were really, really injured. And for a good portion of the season, we were talking about how bad that offense was and that they were really missing those guys, and now they get them back. My only thing is just kind of seeing what do they look like? Like, what is Jamal Murray? What is Michael Porter Jr.? What do they look like coming into Mm -hmm. this season over the course of the entire season? But ultimately, you know, they were very cautious with Murray. Murray wanted to come back, ended up not coming back. Porter, I I can't remember if Porter came back or not either. I don't think think he came because I I saw that he only played like nine games last year. Yeah, I don't think he he ended up coming back either. And Michael Porter Jr. was looking really bad to begin the season last year. Like, we were like, whoa, he's got to be hurt. And it comes out that, you know, they shut him down. Mm -hmm. And so – yeah, give me I like I like some stock for that price. Yeah, I like some stock on the Nuggets. They could be a really good regular season team this year. Yeah, I like their second unit as well, right? You, you talk about Bones Highland. They got Ish Smith, who's been this is 13th, 13th season is 13th team. They also picked up Bruce Brown from the Brooklyn Nets. Well, is it really thir- is it 13 teams? Because I know he yeah. went to the, he went to Washington twice. I think it was because I, I, I was watching one of their preseason games. I think it was against uh, the Golden State Warriors the last game, and I think they put up the graphic. They named all 13 teams. Yeah. Oh, so geez. I think that's including the Denver Nuggets this year. So okay. yeah, he's been a journeyman. But yeah, the second unit also I like as well. But all right, let's get over to your next one. What do you got? 
All right. For my next one, you went to a one seed. I'll give my one seed bets out. We know last year was pretty good here. Uh, I picked the Hawks and Miami. Miami ended up coming through. I'm going to stick with that same philosophy. One team that, you know, I think is a little bit closer to what should really happen. And then a long shot. So give me the Milwaukee Bucks. Easy. Plus 350. I feel very, very confident about that. Milwaukee, really, really good regular season team. They're just like what you see from the Suns the past couple of years. This is what Milwaukee's been. This is what Milwaukee's been. Milwaukee has been a really good regular season team. They go out and they just win a bunch of games. So give me Milwaukee Milwaukee plus 350. I'm putting 75K on that for 337,500. And for my long shot, give me the Raptors. 20 to 1, Nick Nurse. And you're talking about Fred Van Fleet, Gary Trent Jr., Scotty Barnes, Pascal Siakam. Ogia Nobly, Precious Achua, like you're, you're getting all those guys back. Then you add Otto Porter Jr., you add Bo Cruz in there as well. Like, I think that they've gotten a lot more depth at this team where they're yeah. not going to have to play their starters 40, <laughs> 40 plus minutes a night, every single night. But I think that they're well coached. They, they defend and they have the ability to run the score up on you as well. If this is a Cinderella special kind of year for the Raptors, they could easily end up as a one seed. I think that they're a clear cut playoff team. So a couple more wins, you know, go your, one way or another and you're a one seed. So yeah, give me, give me Toronto Raptors at 20 to one, 25 K wins 500,000. I, yeah, I like that. I mean, look, last season, this team, if we told a lot of people that really maybe didn't pay attention to the NBA that they won 48 games last year the way that they did. With uh, COVID. With COVID and, and yeah. Injuries. Yeah. Everything. And, you know, you're back in Toronto. Fans are, are back in the arena as well. I know there were still stipulations about last season with, you know, fans being in attendance and stuff like that in Toronto. Mm-hmm. But all those restrictions have been lifted. I think they have one of the better home uh, home court advantages in the NBA as well. You talked about the depth is well, one concern for me last season. I think they did. So they did, you know, make moves to address that. Uh, but I still feel like their, their starters are still going to be playing 35 plus minutes a night. But when you have... Fred Van Vliet, Gary Trent, OG Ananobi, Scotty Barnes, you know, I think you mentioned that's going to take a next step forward for this uh, Toronto mm-hmm. Raptors team and also Pascal Siakam. Precious Achua, I think, had a great uh, preseason as well. You know, this is a team that has – that they've had success in the regular season uh, over the past four or five years. I know there was one down year in there, but during the regular season, I think at, especially at 20-1, to 1, Terrell, I think that's a great price for this Toronto Raptors team. Yeah, man, and I just – we haven't talked about it, but that first home game is going to be crazy. Yeah. Wednesday against the Cavs, like the first game back, everybody's – think about the excitement everybody was when it was, you know, full capacity back in the U.S. It's going to be crazy in Toronto, and they're really about their Toronto teams. We mm, might be teasing a, a later lock for Wednesday oh, because right. that's that, that feels really good there. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, but yeah, before we continue the conversation, let me tell you guys about No House Advantage. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in pick'em contests versus other people for the shot at winning two hundred fifty thousand plus in cash. Download the app, choose the contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus a house and twenty times your entry if you hit all of your picks. Bet up to five player props. 
over or unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app on the App Store to get the first deposit match up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. Rostra brought to you by Babbel. And if you're like me and there's a foreign language that you regret not learning in high school and you didn't pay attention in those classes, it was just one of those things where you kind of checked off your list and try to get a C and, and get those credits so you can graduate. You're probably regretting that decision because, you know, look, we're living in a world where there's a lot of bilingual, trilingual people now. But if you want to take advantage of it still, Babbel comes in to help you. Babbel is a language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. And thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can finally cross learning that new language off of your list. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson so you can start having real-life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. Other language learning apps, they use those AI technologies for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 human life uh, language experts and voiced by real native speakers, not computers. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. And with Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages to learn, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. There's There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. So right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's babbel.com slash SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. All right, Terrell, so you had the Toronto Raptors and the Bucks to finish as a number one seed. Um, all right, let me get into my next one. And I think, all right, so let me finish my last team one. Uh, I'm going to go Clippers to win the championship at six to one. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to get too much into it. I, I talked a lot about how this is one of the deepest teams. They have a great head coach. They have a great front office. Again, it does hinge on injuries, but I think that you can make that argument for any team in the NBA um, that injuries are your concern. But again, I just like the pure depth that is behind this team. It's now it's time for this team to kind of, you know, they're healthy, go out, win your games, get into the playoffs. And I think in a six, in a, in a seven game series, it's going to be very, very difficult to beat this team. If this team is fully healthy. So at six to one, I'm going to take the Clippers to win the championship 20 grand to win 120,000. All right. I, um, I'm getting into the awards market part of my picks. All right. And so, I'm just going real easy this first one. Jordan Poole to be six man of the year, four to one. And I mean, I was looking for anything to sway me off. I was sitting there and I was saying, all right, let me see if there's six man on a contract year. Cause Jordan Poole was on a contract year last year and he balled out. And a lot of people ball out on a contract year. So I was like, let me look. Christian Wood contract year. Uh, I think he's going to be in a starting lineup quicker than we all think. Yeah. And then I'm sitting here and I'm looking at the odds and I'm like, uh, nobody's everybody's really got pretty solid contracts. Kevin Love, 30 to one on a contract year, not really worried about his uh aging self and the money he's made, him looking to try to get another big payday. So nothing really scared me off of Jordan Poole. I, and just if his numbers are there, 
if his name is on the ballot when the voters vote, there's no way they're not going to think back to this video and him getting knocked out by his teammate. Like they're going to go back to this narrative and they're going to be like, oh, he, after that, they balled out. Steve Kerr saved the locker room and yeah. Draymond, he got along with Draymond, even though Draymond's a cancer or whatever. And so, yeah, give me Jordan Poole here. He's, I think that he wants to show up Tyler Hero not only in contract, but in play. I think it's really a pretty solid two-horse race between those two with a dash and Norman Powell in there as well because I think Norman mm-hmm. Powell can have an opportunity if he's healthy. Yeah, give me Jordan Poole 4-1. to one. That's going to be 75 k to pay out 300 Yeah, I had this as well. I think we, you, between myself, you, and Scott, we just love Jordan Poole to win sixth man of the year. And, and I think this is a guy coming off the bench that can easily average 20 points per night. You know, we yeah. saw flashes of it last season how he just kind of took that next step forward in his career. He secured the bag. Uh, we saw, heard about the news about him him getting his contract session with the Warriors, him and Andrew Wiggins. Um, so, again, this guy's going to be part of this future going forward for this Golden State Warriors team. And you talked about the, you know, the punch being thrown and all that, but I, I just think that, you know, it, it's going to be a pool party to continue this year for Jordan mm-hmm. Poole. So I'm there, I'm there with you as well. So I think there's probably another one that we both like as well, but I'm, I'm going to give you the floor for that as well. What do you got? All right, then let me go on to let's do – I feel like we like – I don't know if you put this one on your list, but I feel like we both like this one too. Willie Green, Coach of the Year, 15-1, 25K to win, 375K. We, you talked about how much you love the Pelicans. If the Pelicans yeah. do as well as you have them, he has to be Coach of the Year. And yeah. he has a leg up over anybody else for the award because anybody that is even close to these odds – have already had a good season last year. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you sit here and you look at all these seasons, like these teams made the playoffs. These teams, I mean, made the playoffs with good records at that. And so I'm sitting here, I'm like, well, he only had a 36-win team. So you have a, an ability to put 10 extra wins on your season and not only make the playoffs, but probably be a high seed in the Western Conference too. It just seems like a no-brainer. Willie, uh, Willie Green here is a pretty good bet for Coach of the Year. And I mean, no argument for me. You know how I am about the Pelicans this upcoming year. And again, if they go from 36 wins, let's just say they even get to 48, 49, they're sniffing 50 wins. For them to improve 10 to 13 wins, mm-hmm. that what goes into this voters' minds that if they end up, at least to say, as a top four seed in that Western Conference, and it, you know, we see all the highlights from Zion and dunking and all that good mm-hmm. stuff, they're going to be a team that's going to be talked about. And I think that award is going to go to Willie Green for 50, at 15 to one. I think that's really great value for this team and how high they, how at least I am, and I think all of us are on this Pelicans team coming into the season. So I do like that as well. That one didn't make my list, but I do have money down on it. Uh, but I think this is one that we're both going to agree on here. Trey Young scoring leader, ten to one. Yeah. Um, 20,000 to win 200,000 regardless if he's on the ball or off the ball. Now that they added to DeJounte Murray, he's really that primary score for this team. I know DeJounte Murray can score the basketball. He can get you, you know, 17, 19 points per game. Um, but I think this is a year where Trey young is gonna, I think that he's going to sniff 30 points per game uh, for this Atlanta Hawks team. And, and we know that this guy can get it done. It get it done from any part of the floor, whether that's deep range from the three-point line, whether that's mid-range, whether that's getting to the basket, whether that's getting to the free-throw line where he's a damn good free-throw shooter. I think this is going to be the year where Trey Young, we see that he has multiple 50-point games for this Atlanta Hawks team and that he leads his team 
Oh, sorry, he leads the league in scoring. So at ten to one, I love that price. I I put um, how much did I put on that? I put twenty thousand to win two hundred thousand on Trey Young to be the scoring uh, champion and scoring leader for this upcoming season. Uh, Terrell. Yeah, no, I'm I'm. You're not getting anything from me. I have that on here. I put twenty five thousand to win. Uh, what is it? Two hundred fifty. Yeah, two fifty. I I did the same bet and. I've been talking about this since the trade happened. Since the trade happened, I said, okay, they have another ball handler finally. He doesn't have to try to be do everything. He does they don't have to try to force to get the ball out of Trey Young's hand because now you got DeJounte Murray who could kill you as well. So it's gonna be more balance in that offense, more balance when you're trying to prep for that offense. And Trey Young has has stretches where he's averages 32, 33 points per game. Mm-hmm. I think that those stretches go over the course of the entire season. He 100% can be the scoring leader this year. I think that he is a dark horse for MVP as well just because of that scoring. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the assist number is going down because Murray's there as well. I think Murray's going to eat off a of Trey and Trey's going to eat off a of Murray. I think all their numbers go up. Yeah, and, and what you just mentioned there, so I'll just get over to my next one, and that's going to be DeJounte Murray to average over 7.1 assists per game. I was and looking at that one. I was looking yeah. at that one hard. And these guys are uh, uh, 21,000 to win 20,000 off of this one. And look, uh, for the reasons we just talked about with Trey Rung, right? These two guys are going to feed off of each other. DeJounte Murray, they're going to have John Collins. They're going to have Clint Capella in that front court where they can throw these lobs to. And I think that maybe DeJounte Murray is probably going to be that primary point guard for this team and be the distributor, whether that's to Trey Young or some of the other guys that I did mention. And again, Last year, I think, was a career year for DeJounte Murray, and he had to be that guy over for San Antonio because he was the best player. He he averaged, let's see, 9.2 assists per game for the San Antonio Spurs. And now coming into a team where you have Trey Young, you have shooters on this team, you have lob threats on, on the Atlanta Hawks front court. I think there's an opportunity where Trey Young, sorry, for DeJounte Murray to average 7.1, over 7.1 assists per game. So I put 21,000 to win 20 on that one. All right. Is, is that your last one? I have two more. Oh, all right. I'm gonna just let you go ahead because I got my last. I'm on my last one. And so, okay, so you want me to do both of my last? Yeah, ones? yeah. Just go ahead, finish, okay. finish yours out, and I'm gonna I'm close this out because I think I got I got a treat for us. All right. Uh, so my we talked about this player earlier, uh, Christian Wood. Um, last season, we we talked a lot about this Dallas Mavericks team, how they needed to address their front court, and they went out and did that. Right? They got Javale McGee. They got Christian Wood. Eventually, we 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 heard that the Mavericks said that Christian Wood's going to be coming off the bench, but knowing Christian Wood, that he's going to be in that starting lineup mm-hmm. for this Dallas Mavericks team. And I know that Luca is the triple double, sorry, triple double threat every single night, but I think that this is going to be the opportunity for Christian Wood to be that anchor in the front court at that center position and get rebounds for this. Um, Dallas Mavericks team. So for him to average over 8.9 rebounds per game, I think that he's... Yeah, that seems... It seems low, right? Yeah, like very conservative of a number. I I think that he can average easily double-digit rebounds right at, you know, 10 per game. And I'm trying to go back to last season and see how he did uh, rebounding the basketball for this Rockets team. Last season, he averaged, yeah, 10.1 for the Rockets. And for the Mavericks, like I mentioned, not having a true big man, you added McGee, you have Christian Wood now. I think that Christian Wood is going to be able to get those rebounds. He's going to be a double-double machine for mm-hmm. this Dallas Mavericks team. So at over uh, was it 8.9 rebounds per game, I think that he easily could be in the double digits. For uh, the Dallas Mavericks, I put 115000 to win 100000 on that. And my last one, 
I love this bet. Tyrese Maxey, most improved player. I, I was very high. We talked. We did the award show between yep. myself, you, and Scott. Talked mm-hmm. about the two Tyrese's that I'm really high on coming into the season, and I put Tyrese Maxey at eleven to one, forty thousand to win four hundred eighty thousand. I think this is a player that's going to take another step forward. We saw flashes of it in that second half of the year for the Philadelphia 76ers. We saw it in the playoffs as well. He's a guy that can average 21, 22 points per night between him, Embiid, and Harden. Those are your three primary scorers. I love what I've seen from Maxi. He's going to be the uh, the future of that franchise as well. Uh, 11 mm-hmm. to 1, 40,000 to win 480,000. Now, those were my last two here, Terrell. So, why don't you? Uh, all right. So, why don't we do this? Before you close this out for your last one, let me uh, get to our last ad break. And that's going to be Fubo TV. And if you watch football, now that basketball is here, you need to get Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone, plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. Last but not least, we're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Odds Trader is the place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so betters can keep records of all your games and betting activity. So take advantage of it. All you got to do is go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. That's oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Odds Trader, the number one site for all your game day all right Terrell, last one for you let's close it out strong here my man what do you got for our listeners all right now so last year i experienced a great travesty uh tragedy tragedy travesty tragedy tragedy yeah tragedy hey i experienced a great tragedy because look i had a lock i had a lock of all locks there was once a boy a boy who knew that he had a plus money bet that was going to cash and so he went and he told everybody about it and he said look you guys need to bet Ben Simmons to miss this first free throw after everything he's been all season after all the headaches after all the drama there's no reason he is any type of ready to go to a free throw line and cash that first free throw with the terrible percentage he already does have I gave you the numbers. I told you I looked back in the past trends. And Ben Simmons didn't play one game at all whatsoever. I was even waiting. I was I was waiting. I thought, mate, maybe he comes in the last game of the season and then I get the chance to hit this bet. No, not at all. They ended up voiding the bet. So now, Ben Simmons, I have to come back and I have to get it back in blood. So I'm coming back to you with another Ben Simmons prop. Ben Simmons, when will he make his first three-pointer over under 22 and a half games? Now, to the naked eye, to the public eye, it's over, over, smash the over. But I'm a sharp, and I'm going to give you the sharp because the sharp context of this. So, one, he smashed this prop before. He smashed this in 2020. 
when he made it in five games. He smashed it in 2019 when he made it in 12 games against New York Knicks at that. <sighs> Look, some people go through an offseason of getting shit talked about them, and then they prepare themselves for the season. Ben Simmons has heard shit talked about him for well over 365 days now. <laughs> so that is building. That is building, is building, is building. He's tired of everybody calling him soft. He's tired of of the random videos of him missing shots going viral. You're telling me that on a team where he has Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, all these shooters around him, that he ain't going to step out and be wide open from three one time and say, you know what? Why not? Fucking <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. I'm going to fire one of them things off too. I'm telling you right now, Ben Simmons is going to smash this prop. Give me the under 22 and a half. And if he doesn't get it in the beginning of the season, I think he kind of gets it in the beginning of the season, like in the first few games. He just says, forget it. I'm taking it. And that's what it is. Maybe they're blowing somebody out and he just yeah. does it. If he doesn't get it early in the season, what is game number 18 of the season? The Philadelphia 76ers in Philadelphia. What better poetic justice than that? I'm telling you, take Ben Simmons under 22 and a half games to hit a three-pointer. Minus 115. I'm putting my last 100K on it. When we get to that Philly game, Terrell, we're going to put first basket Ben Simmons. Oh, no. Ben Simmons' first basket is going to be – like, that has to be the most public of all first baskets ever. Yeah, it is going to be. Um, yeah. Did you give the numbers on and, uh, uh, on how soon he's done it throughout his career? Yeah, yeah. So, he did it uh, – yeah, I, I did say it. Game 5 and in 2020 and game 12 in 2019. Okay. I, I think the oppor- – like, you talked about, like, the opportunity is going to be there for him to, like, fire it off, especially when you're when – you're, playing with guys like Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. But even outside of those two guys, like you have shooters on this team that are going to be spreading the floor out. And, you know, Ben Simmons is going to find himself open, um, whether that's by the three-point line or, or wherever the case might be. And again, you and laid out the he's numbers been working. There. He's been working with Kyle yeah. Corver too. They've been working on his shot. I'm telling you, he's going to – like this is just more of not even a fade of Ben Simmons, but just yeah. more of a big fuck you to everybody else. And he's going to go out there and do it and be like, yeah, yeah, I can I can step out to that range. I'm telling you, he's going to do it just to spite everybody, and we're going to be on the right side of this. All right, there you go. So Ben Simmons to make his first three-point shot under 22 and a half for Terrell to close it out strong here. All right, Terrell, anything else you want to get off your chest? I think that's it for the sharp off. Uh, I gave all of mine out. We went through mm-hmm. our million-dollar bankroll. We'll revisit this. Uh, maybe if we have a, you know, maybe during all-star break, we can maybe revisit and see where their numbers are at and, and yeah. cap. And then we'll. I've already see. cashed that Ben Simmons bet by then, so I'll have that number ready. Yeah. And, and then we'll uh, obviously uh, get back to it at the end of the season. We'll recap our sharp off uh, then. But um, yeah, Terrell, NBA season is here, my man. We are a little over 24 hours away from the first game. We have uh, two games mm-hmm. on Tuesday night. And like I mentioned, we'll be here on Tuesday to handicap those two games, give out our picks for the spread total. Um, and uh, and if we do have any player props that we do like. But anything else you want to get off your chest uh, before we get out of here, my man? Man, I hate that I just saw this now. 
But like I said, you know, that's already locked in, so we're not going to change nothing. But Milwaukee Bucks all-star Chris Milton expected to miss the first few weeks of the regular season as he re- rehabs an off-season wrist surgery. So, I mean, Middleton already said he didn't expect to play the opener, but a few yeah. weeks, you know, you just got to – when they're together, they're going to be really, really good. Now, this may be a time to kind of catch the ball slipping maybe, you know, one or a couple times throughout this early part of the season, but – this is maybe the best time if you like that Bucks over and you haven't bet it yet. Just wait. Yeah. Just wait and see how they look in those first few games without Middleton. Maybe they, you know, stumble a little bit. And instead of 52, you get 50. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, and we'll keep an update. We'll keep an eye out for those uh, as we go throughout the season. I think we did that last year as well. So, uh, yeah, hopefully, thankfully, it's only a couple of weeks for Chris Middleton. But I think they have. I think there's enough depth there for them to compensate for Chris Milton while he's out at least the first few weeks. But yeah, mm-hmm. we'll definitely keep an eye out for the Milwaukee Bucks. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this edition of the ML, MLB NBA Gambling Podcast. The season is here. We're all excited. And if you haven't already, now is the time to subscribe to the NBA Gambling Podcast. Just go to your wherever you get your eye, uh, wherever you listen to your podcast. I'm sorry. Go and uh, like it, subscribe. And if you haven't already, leave us a rating and review. Hopefully, we can make some more money for you guys throughout this season. Make sure to follow the Twitter account at SGPNNBA. I promise we'll be a lot more active on that Twitter account for you guys. Follow Twitter. Follow Terrell on Twitter at reallyreal underscore underscore. Follow me on Twitter at sportsnerd824. Like I said, we'll be back tomorrow to handicap the first two games of the regular season. Till mm-hmm. then, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to get it. Basketball, give me, give me, give me.